Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of Easy Tarot Lessons, the podcast for the easiest way to learn the tarot ever. I am uh, Dusty White, I'm, I'm still Dusty White, and I have Becky on with me again. And we are doing our new series where we are going through the easiest way to learn the tarot ever. We're on page 7, and today we are a really short podcast, so we're going to try to pop in a whole bunch of valuable information. And not have to do a lot of editing and that's why these uh, have been slowing down it's just too much editing um, i know it makes it sound better but it just takes all the fun out of the habit all right so that'll probably have to be edited out hi becky how are you doing i'm good thank you thank you for making time so let's jump right into this we're going to be talking about tarot cards and the directions and a little bit about elements and a little bit about timing uh just a quick primer and I want to cover things that we didn't really cover in the book. So, first off, why elements? Where do the elements come from? And how do the elements get in the tarot? Uh, if you've heard my podcast for any length of time, you know that I really argue against artificial systems invading the tarot. I don't have any problem with costumes or ceremonial magic or artificial systems. Whatever you want to do, that's cool. And I was, I, I was Frankenfurter for Los Angeles for a number of years, and Rocky Horror every night. I was uh, Renaissance Fair for years and years and years. I was in the movie industry. I don't have any problem with, with costumes. You want to go dress up in Halloween? Great. If you want to do rituals, vaya con Dios. Everybody has a ritual. Great. Um, but don't let the ritual dictate what the knowledge is. One thing about neo-paganism that drives me crazy is people are so in love with the costumes and the rituals and the fluff that they don't get great results. If they got great results, they would be running the world because they're just as smart as anybody else. They got jobs like everybody else. So all of this neo-paganism stuff should enhance their life. I'm not talking about just the religion. Everybody has a religion or the people don't have a religion. But the whole point of magic or manifestation or new age stuff. Oh, can you hear the rain out here, Becky? Yeah, I can. Oh, it's great. It's it's. I live in the forest and it's raining, so yay for me. But when the dogma gets in place of the results or impedes your results, I have a problem with that. And when someone says you can't learn the tarot unless you study the Kabbalah, even though you're polytheistic, you have to study a patriarchal monotheistic religion, and you don't really have to study it. That's okay, because that, that's for rabbis, uh, in the case of, you know, the Kabbalah. Um, I'm not saying that every uh, rabbi studies the Kabbalah. I'm saying to understand the Kabbalah, it really probably helps if you understand Hebrew, if you understand the, the culture, the religion. Don't just, don't just walk over and say, move over, rabbi, uh, I'm a, I, I study the tarot, so I know what, you know, I could, I could do this. That's an insult. Um, now, on the other hand, if you are Hebrew and you do want to study the Kabbalah and you really are a scholar, then I want to learn from you because I want you to tell me, oh, I have all kinds of little questions about David and Solomon. And then Solomon is where all the ceremonial magic comes from. And that leads us to the Golden Dawn and, and all of this other stuff we'll talk about over the course of time. So if you're the genuine article, yes. But if you just want to play around and read the tarot and get results, you want to manifest, you want to know the future, 
I put forth that you don't need to learn numerology and astrology and the tabla and Zoroastrianism and other such things. Call that uh, external study. Very good in and of itself, but it has nothing, zero, nothing to do with the tarot. All this stuff was added to the tarot. Because remember, the tarot was just a game that people used to play. Then uh, the Jeblin said, oh, and he lied, and he lied and lied and lied. But, okay, you know, that's what we, we got. And then Atea came out and said, oh, and he lied and lied and lied. And so we've been reading these lies for hundreds of years, about 200 years now. Fun thicken. Fun with technology. <laughs> that part won't be edited out. So I do cut against the grain. Oops, sorry, I'm not going to give you tarot bullshit. And I will call people out on their tarot bullshit. I don't care how famous they are. And I'm not here to make you not like people. And I'm not here to not like people. I'm here to make sure that if we are representing ourselves as professionals, that we are separating ourselves from the scammers and the liars and the thieves and the people that are just regurgitating bullshit from idiots that we've totally disproven. For example, like... Tarot means royal road in Egyptian. That is the biggest crock of crap ever. So we're not going to go down that road. However, having said all that stuff, elements in the tarot. Okay. I could go on for a while, and I probably will at some point, about how astrology is the science of life. And the more you really actually understand it, and you actually take the time to learn it, you're going to go, wow, there's something to this. But that doesn't mean we can just cram astrology into the tarot or cram tarot into astrology. So I still consider astrology an artificial system that's been forced on top of the tarot. We can have that discussion in a nice long lecture uh, many times over. But for right now, what I want to say is that the suits, wands, cups, coins, also known as pentacles, if you speak Greek, and uh, swords. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, there's a fifth suit. Becky, I haven't let you speak. Wands, cups, coins, swords. What's the fifth suit? <laughs> Trumps. Yes, you're right. <laughs> Somebody hasn't been paying attention. If you study the game of the tarot, Trumps are just the fifth suit. That's it. Oh, my God, is it, it's so much easier now. There's no mysticism. There's no, oh, my God, it's mystical, magical. The magic is always in you. The tarot is just a tool, just like a hammer and a saw and a exacto uh, knife. I mean, whatever your particular, you know, a pen, uh, whatever your tool is, it's just a tool. We don't we don't put a hammer up and go, oh, it's the holy hammer. Well, okay, maybe some people walk around going, it's the holy hammer of Antioch or whatever. That's nice, um, but. I want to remove a lot of the mysticism so that we can cut through the crap and we can actually get some results. After that, if you want to add a whole bunch of stuff to it, that's fine. But that's as long as you know that's what you're doing. Becky, fifth suit is? Trumps. Thank you. Um, not included in the trumps, the 21st or, I mean, sorry, 22nd card is? The fool. Thank you very much. Okay, somebody, you've kind of redeemed yourself. <laughs> All of this preamble and blah, blah, blah that I've made you sit through is kind of a, a prelude to a completely contradictory statement that says 
we have elements represented in the tarot. Did somebody just force it on there? Yes. The funny thing is, it kind of works. So we go with it. Now, generally speaking, when people say, uh, or, or when people refer to the elements in the tarot, they will generally say wands or fire, cups or water, coins or earth, and swords or air. If you want to get really technical and hang with the big boys, we can argue successfully that wands are air and swords are fire, just as much as we can say that swords are fire and wands are air. But that's that's uh, super high. Or I would just as much as we can say that swords are air and wands are fire. Sorry about that. That's uh, you're more than welcome to join the discussion. But when I say it's for the big boys and girls, I mean bring your knowledge and bring an open mind and leave your biases at the door and let's try to discover the truth. That's what we're after here. Right now though, because the general public is taught that wands are fire and swords are air, that's what we're going to go with. So I reserve the right to teach you alternate information once you get to the advanced class. But for right now, in the kitty class, we say wands are fire, swords are air. Real simple. And cups and coins, that's almost too obvious. Now, where do these elements come from? Well, the classic elements, fire, earth, air, and water, of Western medicine, Western philosophy, Western uh, magic, all come from astrology, or more correctly, from Western astrology, which evolved from Eastern astrology. Uh, we won't get into that argument until we get into astrology class, which will be next year. So, for the sake of argument and for simplicity, we have found that when you're reading the tarot, if you want to look at the four pip suits, wands, cups, swords, coins, and relate them to the elements, generally speaking, it will make reading the tarot a lot easier. But remember, nothing is gospel. Nothing is sacrosanct. It's, it's holier than holy. Everything boils down to what question are you asking based on what your client or yourself has, has asked you about. So Becky comes to me and says, I need to know how my job's going to go. And then I talk to her a little bit, find out what she's really after, because your clients don't always come in and say exactly what they want. We've gone into that before. It's okay. You just sit down, relax, talk to them, find out to the best of your information what it is they want to know because you're providing a service for them. So take some time. You know, um, a couple minutes is fine while you're shuffling. Shuffling is good. And then you have a core understanding of what they're after so you can rephrase the question or take their exact question and present it to your own. Much like the Oracle at Delphi. You, uh, they are the petitioner, in this case, querent or querent. I want to say querent, but I think it's querent because it's one, one R. One of those words where you see it written all the time and you never bother to use it out loud, so you come up with a funny pronunciation. Mm -hmm. um, but you are, they are the, they are the petitioner, petitioner, see, now I'm screwing up words, and you are the oracle. The oracle sits down, enters a light, medium, or deep trance, and in your case, you're shuffling, and you're reaching out to the back of your head and, and you're saying, Earth to God, hello, 
I'm going to ask you a question. Here's my question. And I want you to put the cards in the right order. But not just put any cards in the right order. Pick the best possible cards, because I'm kind of dumb. So give me cards that just jump out at me and go, wow, this is so easy, I could do it for a living. Because sometimes you'll have readings where you're not really paying attention or you're not getting the right question. And the cards come out and you can kind of get through the answer, but it's kind of mealy mouth or you don't get a lot of details and your client walks away going, that was a waste of money. I don't want you to have those readings. A lot of people do. If you doubt me, go get a couple of readings and you'll walk away going, that was a waste of money. What I want you to do and what I want every reader to do, I don't care if you're standing with me or not, that's not the point, but I want you to be able to wow your clients, which is why Becky's here. Um, wow, Becky. Mm. So you ask a really good question shuffle and the gods tell you okay stop talking stop talking and I mean uh, stop shuffling <laughs> they're telling you to stop talking um, stop shuffling and you know you ding that's your little ding of awareness we've talked about before then the cards come out now ideally the cards will be so loud they will they will be so clear and they'll be so shouty they'll, they'll make so much noise that you'll go wow I could tell you Becky stuff all the time oh we only have 15 minutes but I could tell you stuff for hours. This is how clear. Matter of fact, take a picture of this. Just in, in your little selfie going, yeah, this is my kick-ass reading. <laughs> I want that kind of stuff. This happens all the time. There are good readers out there that do this all the time. And they get 50% tips and 100% tips. And you it's all about the money. It's not about the money. But when somebody walks up and gives you a 50 or 100% tip or more, it's their way of saying, hey, thank you. Wow, this was worth this was worth something to me. It doesn't have to be money. They can give you a hug. It's not too creepy. And if they don't have Ebola. Um, so that's to get to that point. We have to kind of understand what the cards can mean. Uh, not what the cards do mean. Don't let anybody ask you, what do the cards mean? What the cards do mean is what they mean in this particular situation based on this question, uh, based on the uh, circumstances that my client has asked, blah, 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 blah. But you pull a card out of the deck. Here, I'll pull a card right now. Uh, King of Swords. What can it mean? Not, not what does it mean. All right, so we got all that. Well, to get to the can mean, now we're back to the elements, which, again, are an artificially placed system on there. But it's one of those things where it just happens to work. And rule number one, if what you are doing works consistent, reliable, accurate results, you're right. You win. Yay. Just make sure it works. And, and not because your ego, but because people are saying, oh, my God, I want people banging down your door. Let me in. You're going to give me a reading because you have secrets and, and you know what you're doing. All you have to do to make a living at this is be really, really good. Word will get around. So don't work. Uh, don't focus on how you're going to get clients. Focus on you know, listening to the sound of my voice. <laughs> like you know, the, like the hypnotist. <laughs> um, just get really good. So uh, all of that comes down to elements. Elements come from astrology. Um, what this means is that we don't have to assign meanings to tarot cards beyond the elements. The elements come with their own directions. If you want to go zodiacal, we have 12 different, we have like a 12-point compass, 
you'll see that in my new deck. Um, if you don't want to go that far, you can go north, east, south, west. Well, in that case, we could take the cardinal points of the compass, which just so happen to match up with the cardinal signs. Uh, let's see, that would be Aries, Cancer, Libra, and Capricorn. Or um, Fire, Water, Air, and Earth. It, if you're going the be, you know the beginning month of each uh, of each season, so that means that wands would be east because wands are fire, Aries cardinal fire. So wands would be east. They would be akin to the spring, and they'd be akin to the element fire. All of this is really easy if you understand even the tiniest bit of astrology. You go, oh yeah, spring, sunrise, um, east, fire. Okay, morning. And then uh, cups, well, that's noon, you know, sun is at high noon. That is the high noon and the summer solstice. Becky, that's a day for a year, a year for a day, right? Yep. Not to be confused with your Gaelic year in a day, which is mm. also kind of cool, but something different. So you have your cups, which is cancer. Cancer is a label. Um, it's, a, it's a dead language word for Latin for uh, cancer means north, summer, water or summer solstice, or noon. Uh, swords, oh boy, I'll talk about swords some other time and about how swords and air really don't quite match up, but, but we're just gonna fudge for right now and say, okay, swords is air. Libra, sunset, it's you know opposite. Um, if it's the opposite of Aries, which Libra is, that means, hmm, east or west. Okay, so we got west, sunset, air, this makes telling directions and basic timing. Hello, I thought I turned that off. This makes turning. Uh, this makes determining timing in the tarot, direction in the tarot, and personality traits in the tarot much easier. I don't want you to be limited by the elements, but I want you to be able to add that to your toolkit, and I want you to be able to see that, in as much as you can use different systems that you can impose onto the tarot to determine directions, you can also use the elements which are right there. And you're going to be using, using the elements to determine core basic meanings. The Queen of Pentacles is all things being equal. A little bit more grounded, a little bit more sedate, a little bit more, dare I say, down to earth than the uh, Queen of uh, Cups, who's very watery emotionally, maybe emotionally intense, uh, or the Queen of Swords, who's an airy. So this allows us to tell basic personality type even before we get into the really deep stuff. Now, I know this is all glossing over the surface, but we've got two tarot books to go through. By the time that I'm done with you, we will have tremendous amounts of depth and information, but I don't want to just take you right into the deep end without covering the basics, because otherwise you'll miss a lot of things. Becky, I've done all the talking. Uh, do you have any questions at this point? Anything at all? Do you know what? It's not so much questions, because I've been listening to you talk, and, you know, listening to what you were saying about not putting artificial systems into the tarot, but it was about, um, I can see how... 
loosely drawing on the astrological side it's going to help but also that's really helped me because like I was saying to you before I tend to shy away from times and you know that kind of thing and also I can see that when we get to the advanced stuff uh, not to go into it now but when you're sort of dowsing and that kind of thing this mm -hmm. this really helps so it was more I've absorbed a lot this evening rather than having questions if that makes sense no that's great and for everybody else we are on page nine easy study guides and then um, pages 12 and 13 pages 12 and 13 are entirely optional they're just um, I made this I made this book the easiest way to learn the tarot ever as a workbook that you can use to study by yourself if you don't have access to a qualified tarot teacher or if you do have access to a qualified tarot teacher um, no matter where in the world you are um, this is not advertisement for me here are checklists you can gauge your progress and if you are a qualified tarot teacher who is using my books and I know you guys are out there um, I do have a student progress reports. This is totally free, but you're going to have to email me because I, I don't want them going out to everybody. I prefer they, they stayed with teachers. And uh, you don't have to use them, but uh, if you want them, you have my email address or you can comment and uh, hit me up on Facebook. I'll be more than happy to send you a full color PDF and it should help make your life easier to chart your students' progress as you go along. So the next time we get together, we are going to go to page 15 and get right into exercise one. Yay! In the meantime, what you can do to make your life easier and make the tarot work for you is to relax, clean all the shit out of your brain that you've read from. I'm not saying that other books are crap. I'm saying there are some crappy books out there. I know this because I've read them. I also have people like Becky and my other students that come to me and say, oh my God, I've read so many crappy books. <laughs> I've wasted 15 years. Where were you? I'm like, look, I'm just some dork who happens to know a little bit about the tarot and I kind of make it easier to learn. But, but thank you, you know, for all the compliments. My concern is I want you guys to get the best information you can. So clean the crap out of your head. Hopefully you will like my book to work for a lot of people um, that's because I worked my ass off on it you can always email me and if I if you can get my email and if I can get to a computer and I have time I will answer your questions it's free of charge we have free podcasts that's what you're listening to now sign up for our free lessons at easytarolessons.com and you want to sign up now because we have some crazy amazing stuff coming we've got an iPad app, iPhone app, Android app. This is free apps to teach you the tarot. How about that? Plus, we have tons of free uh, live teachings coming up. If you've ever wanted to learn live and for free, you need to sign up at easytarolessons.com. Um, what else? We'll always have podcasts, always have videos. going to make more of those soon. I'm teaching a course right now. Oh my God, the tar Becky, the tarot was crazy, right? Oh, above and beyond. It's brilliant. And we have such fun, fun, fun students. I think this may be one of the funnest, <laughs> funnest. I like that word. I know it's not even correct, but it's, it's fun to say funnest. Mm -hmm. um, we have one of the most fun classes to date. 
If I can help you, let me know. If not, <laughs> good luck. Because um, I've been out there. I've seen it. Um, all right. Thank you for being here. You know I'm sincere. Hit me up if you need. Otherwise, uh, let's try to, try to do this again next week, Becky. Uh, I'll, yeah, yeah. I'll, I will spend less time editing. So I apologize, everybody. If you hear me go, burping noises and chasing the cat and people banging on the door. Here's your package. Um, oh, I picked up some really cool stuff I will show you guys uh, because I want you to learn your tarot history. And so we're going to be doing uh, some side series on tarot history. So uh, that way you don't have to learn it if you don't want to, but I really think you're going to like this stuff. Comment. Let me know what you need. Otherwise, thanks for being here. Becky, you are my you're my hero. <laughs> uh, and by the way, I didn't I didn't miss the fact that you didn't know that Trump's were the fifth suit, so I've had a really long day. <laughs> if you ever want to get certified, you're gonna have to start paying more attention in class. <laughs> okay. Thanks everybody. Bye bye, Becky. Bye bye.